This is Dr. Schutz from the great Pacific Northwest. You're listening to the Ski Rex podcast from Ski Rex Media. How you doing, everybody? Tim from Ski Rex Media. I hope you are doing well, and I really hope that you like that little stinger at the beginning of the episode. I think that's going to be a great way to uh, to start the episodes every so often. I really do. Please pardon any of my ums and uhs and ahs uh, this week. I know I have, I know I have them often, and you know I try to stay real, so I don't try to go through and edit them all out. Plus, I do it so much. Who knows? But as I speak to you right now, I do have a Ricola cough drop in my mouth. I know that's rude, but to get through this without coughing, I kind of have to do it. My sickness is now over, but my cough is not. So suffer with me as I do these. And uh, maybe if there's enough of a Biff reel this week, check that out over on Patreon. Um, we have today, <laughs> we have today a an author and illustrator of a book. And I've had authors and authors and illustrators on the podcast before. Obviously, these books are focused on snow sports and are, you know, are for different facets of snow sports. Uh, some are true stories. Some are how-tos or tips and tricks. Today's author and illustrator has created a book, though, that is more suited towards the little ones, the kids, though there's stuff in it for the, uh, the big people, too, the adults. Absolutely. And it's a little bit of a parody. In a way, and we'll get into that. And if you haven't noticed, the name Dr. Schutz is very close to another children's book author, illustrator, and so on from a lot of our pasts. And we'll get into all that once we get into the interview. But first, as we do here on the Ski Rex Media podcast, as well as other podcasts out there, I'm sure, we have to do a little bit of business first. So what kind of business are we going to do? Well, first and foremost, I'm going to do the business that I enjoy doing the most, the read for Whaleback Mountain. That's right, Whaleback Mountain up here in Enfield, New Hampshire, in Vermont, New Hampshire's Upper Valley, one of the most accessible ski hills there is in the area and maybe even in the region of all of New England, right off the interstate, I-89, exit 16. You could spit from the interstate and hit the parking lot, and I do mean that literally well back everything you want in a small package everything you want in a big mountain in a small package you want groomed terrain they have groomed terrain you want natural terrain they have natural terrain you want trees they got trees they could teach you how to do it they can even rent you the gear and this season they have a brand new surface lift being installed that's right that's being installed right now during the summer the end of the summer into the fall so when the winter starts, brand new lift for everybody to play with. And it's a pretty cool one. I like it a lot myself. I've seen it, obviously not in action, but I have seen it being staged and ready to be installed. It's going to be a good winter out at Whaleback Mountain. I think you should come check it out. I love it. I'm a pass holder myself. I live right up the road from it, although I am in Vermont. But anyway, Whaleback Mountain, awesome. Check it out if you can. Tickets are not expensive. Seasons passes are not expensive. 
check it out. You'll love it. I love it. If you're in the area, check it out. If you're just passing through the area, check it out. Just check it out. You know what I'm saying, right? Right. Wellback Mountain, ski it to believe it. Also, with the season right around the corner, it is time to get started planning, preparing, getting stoked, keeping that stoke alive. And one of the best ways to do that here in the East, here in New England, is to visit the Snowbound Expo. Once again, this year, I am partnering with the Snowbound Expo, the biggest snow sports expo for families, skiers, and riders, bringing incredible athletes and Olympians to share their stories and all the coolest brands together for you to shop. You'll see free entertainment for the family all weekend, including the Mega Indoor Slope, Skate to Ski with Rollerblade, you've heard of them, you could try Nordic skiing at the Cross Country Experience. You could get your selfies. You can get your swag. You could enjoy Apre Ski and so much more. This year, the expo is happening from November 3rd through November 5th at the Boston Exhibition and Convention Center. You can get discounted tickets now by using the code SKIREXMEDIA at the Snowbound Expo site, snowboundexpo.com. And you can join me and so many others. I have so many friends in the media and some of the ambassadors that are coming. I know them as well. You can join me and so many others in Boston for the expo. I'll see you down there. So as I've said, we've had other author and illustrators on the ski rex media podcast kim k skiing a to z we know we i do a lot with kim she's awesome um carolyn elliott fjords mountain mission another uk person who works in france quite a bit oddly but we're bringing it back to the u.s that's right we have a brand new one who was referred to me by one of the other fans of ski rex media and of all the prep i did today i did not think to get that person's name so shout out to whomever you are. Um, Matt Haight, how you doing, sir? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on. No problem. See, now Matt, he's here. He's in the U.S. He's in the West. And I guess we'll start there. We'll start with you. Who are you? What do you do? Who are you? Yeah, so I'm a, uh, I'm a ski dad, uh, above all else. Uh, now, this uh, this whole thing has been uh, quite the ride. I... Uh, Never set out to write a book. Uh, lifelong love of skiing, being with my kids, love being in the outdoors. And uh, kind of when things got shut down early on during the pandemic, we had a big ski trip planned and uh, that got canceled. So still was able to get together with my nieces and nephews and, uh, you know, they're young preteens and teenagers. They got uh, totally bored, bummed that we weren't going skiing. I told them to wrote them read a book i threw the doctor shoot so the places you'll go at them and uh you know my nephew turned around and told me this book sucks it'd be better if it was about skiing and uh, i'm totally bored uncle and uh what are we gonna do i said uh you should rewrite the book then about skiing or something and uh we kind of went through the first six or seven pages it just came natural came out and then uh basically it was a challenge by my niece his little sister turned to me and said you know, we can't really do that, Uncle Matt, but we've seen you draw before and uh, you should do that. And it'd be a really good book. And then uh, with the pandemic going on, working from home a little more than usually, I had some uh, extra time on my hands. I sure. managed I manage a team as well. Uh, so during that time, it was a great, great uh, outlet for all the stress and uncertainty going on in the world. Sure, sure. I'd kind of, you know, do my thing like this on the webcam each day at work and, and get the, the basics done, and uh, and I'd start uh, start drawing. We kind of, I, I worked with my kids and my nieces and nephews to come up with all the text. It took us about, I don't know, two weeks or so 
um, back and forth okay. over phone and email and at home. And then uh, it took me about a year and a half to to actually draw draw all the drawings. So okay. Aside from this, yeah, first time uh, author illustrator, lifelong kind of creative guy. Uh, my history career has been in, in construction and construction management, a little bit of architectural design. And so I've always had a, a connection from my brain to my hands, work with my hands and uh, paint, draw, sketch, those types of things. And so this, uh, you know, on the creative side, totally brand new guy at it. And uh, really, I did some, originally I was going to take a bunch of old ski photos, throw them, throw them through like a, a free online uh, digital editor to cartoonize them and uh sure. did that sent it to my best ski buddy and he was like dude i've seen what you could do uh this sucks it's it's a cool story i guess but uh you should redraw it and, and do it like you can and so that's why i took a little over a year and a half hand drawn did everything taught myself kind of on the fly how to uh you know put a self-published book together and uh, then again created for my nieces and nephews friends and family and uh put it out there to them and kind of through word of mouth it uh it's it's been doing all right and it's a good story just trying to share the stoke of the mountains with uh other like-minded individuals absolutely and that's the beautiful thing man that's what we're all here to do that's what i do that's my main goal is to keep it going and man when there when, when you're saying you know wrote it for your nephews and everybody else if you were to you go to the first couple pages here and that's how I'm going to go through it, everybody. I'm going to go through the book from the beginning to the end instead of jumping around like I did with Kim and Dan and everybody else who wrote a book that I've talked to and <laughs> made a mess, uh, uh, Ryan and uh, Rob and all them. Um, his his thank you is huge. Like, it's a smaller font, which is good because it wouldn't fit on a page if it wasn't, man. This is a, you got quite the set of family and ski friends here, don't you? Yeah, that's kind of uh I wanted to, and, and who knows, you know, the first edition, I, I left the long version in there. It's probably way too long-winded, but uh, nah. I did it for all those people. And, uh, you know, most of some of them I'm closer with than others. Uh, you know, life life has its seasons. And uh, and over the years, I've, I've got to the mountains, especially. My time in the mountains have led me to great people. That's what I love about skiing. Everybody's showing up, uh, you know. There, there's almost a religious aspect to it that uh, everyone's coming from their own different backgrounds and they're trying to get what they're trying to get out of it but we're all there to have fun help each other out if it's if we need to help each other out and, and just generally spirits are high and spreading the stoke and so i've been so thankful for for all the people that uh have impacted my life you know and totally it's really it was written for them so excellent yeah you can't do it alone kids and don't try. I mean, you could try, but it sucks and it's boring and it's lonely. Um, actually, you know what? I will jump back a little. The cover looks fantastic. That's the bummer of doing an audio-only show, but I'll have photos of the book. Well, I already put one out, and uh, if you go to the website, oh, themountainjilski.com, uh, to see it, the cover looks as if you weren't paying attention and didn't see that it said a ski parody by Dr. Shoots, this is a Dr. Seuss cover. Not saying that the 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 legal people should come find you. <laughs> saying that it's it, the homage is close enough. Yeah, it's an homage. <laughs> and um, you know, I I remember those from when I was a kid. I mean, I don't know if Doctor Seuss is a thing anymore with kids. I I just have no idea. Um, but this is it, man. This looks fantastic. Like, the, 
how close did you want to get? Like, obviously, you know, the legal stuff aside, how close did yeah, you want to get? Kind of, that was kind of the thing. It's a fine line uh, when you do something like this, especially as an inexperienced person. I wanted mm-hmm. to at least, you know, let people know that, I mean, with the title alone, it's pretty evident that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm playing along with Dr. Seuss here. And, uh, yeah, I kind of looked at his style, kind of basic color schemes, things like that. And I wanted to pay homage, homage to that. Uh, you know, the, the line in that book always stuck with me that, uh, you know, your mountain is waiting. Today's your day. Uh, yeah. Again, I don't know that I don't know that he resonates as much with the kids anymore these days. My kids hardly ever pick up. We've got, you know, hundreds of books, a bunch of Dr. Suits or Shoots books or Suits, and uh, yeah. they rarely get touched. But uh, it was a story that, uh, you know, growing up as a kid, I, I really connected with. And uh, although I got to give my little 14 year old nephew a lot of credit that, uh, you know, if he hadn't told me the book sucked and it'd be better about skiing, I, I probably would have picked a different book or something. <laughs> Man, the, the honesty of children can sometimes get you going in the right direction. You know, like you may not see it, but through their eyes, they have no filter. It's just like, dude, this sucks. Do something else. Like, oh, okay. Like, that's awesome. And you did. Now, not only does it have, a you know, good information, obviously presented in a way of a kid's book, but there's also... A sense of humor to it and that sense of humor starts right at the beginning you're not even into the book if you come down i there's a probably very literal but a tongue-in-cheek liability release it has all the right information but it definitely has some bits in it too i love it how'd you come up with that yeah yeah i uh you know i tried to kind of looking at it that came late Late in, uh, before I would printed it, you know, you got to come up with a, uh, copyright page and this and that. And totally. can't, there's some, some other books and, you know, uh, really then, uh, I get frustrated by all the, all the rules and regulations at different skiers and trying to keep track, especially part of that uh, was the pandemic time where every single place had a different rule and you got to download this app to sign this waiver and, Sure. Check in with this guy to park here. And uh, so, you know, it was kind of fresh in my mind. I was like, oh, yeah, a little uh, little tongue-in-cheek liability waiver deal at the beginning would be good. We're going. Yeah. Again. Yeah, it's, it, it, it really is. I'm not going to ruin it. Like, if, if anybody thinks I'm just going to start reading the book, please, I don't ruin stories. And it's very hard to do. That's one of my worst problems as, a, as an interviewer. I've said that to the Delanas. I said that to Egan. I said that to Kim and Carolyn. I'll say it to Matt now. Uh, is, is making sure you don't give it away because you enjoy it. And I enjoyed it. I've looked through it. I thought it was cool. And I'm not even a kid. I'm just a kid at heart and in mind, some people would say. And I, I'm, I'm trying to not go through it with the fine-tooth comb, not trying to find Waldo here. But I was like, let me read the liability because I first I thought that was great because I've complained about people who just can't figure this out. The sport's dangerous. Just know that. And I saw that and I was like, oh, cool. You go into that, too. That's great. So I'm reading it and I'm like, "Eh, that's funny. That's awesome. That's incredible. So good, dude. I love that you added that. I appreciate that. Yeah. Like bottom line, if you get this book, whether you get it for your kids or you get it to keep on your own shelf. Like I, I'm starting to build a shelf now. Everything's autographed too, mind you. I'm Tim from Ski Rex Media. I know everybody. Anyway, um, 
uh, whether you get it, make sure you check out every last bit because you will find stuff in here. I think there's other Easter eggs too. I think I saw something in one of the photos. I can't remember what it was though. Ah, uh, well, anyway, doesn't matter. <laughs> no, you're right. I, I planted some things that uh, across a wide see, spectrum of I topics do. in there. So there are, and you can see different, like the 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 again, the artwork is very Seuss esque, but definitely not the same. The cover, like I said, is very close. And if you weren't paying attention, you would think it was, especially like my copies, the hardcover copy. It's got the same sheen on it. You know, you put that in the light. It's got the same shine and everything. It's fantastic. The artwork inside is more than different enough. Clearly your own style, as you were saying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then you get in and some of these are very whimsical. Very whimsical, childlike drawings, very awesome. Some are even more so. And I'm going to hold it up to Matt on the camera. But this one here. Okay. Yeah. This 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 is more, I would say, I don't want to say mature because it's not like mature in a bad way. But this is like a more mature piece of artwork. You know, this is something you'd see like, well, I just mentioned Dan Egan. He's got photos like that for real. And you added this. This is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was trying to, you know. That's the thing about skiing with me. Whenever my skis click in, I'm I'm instantly transported uh, really back to my best years, whether I was nine years old or 19 years old or 29 or even 39. And, uh, you know, the, again, being a first-time guy, I kind of worked off the text and really whatever the first image was that popped in my mind, that's when I started sketching out. And uh, it does kind of, you know, some are kind of more, like you said, more childlike or whimsical and and others are uh you know stuff i've been inspired by that particular one is awesome i um hopefully i won't get in trouble by saying that but that was all inspired like that's the thought out of my head when i think of scott schmidt uh, that okay schmidt sure 90s skiing is him bailing off a cliff and obviously i couldn't draw him exactly but uh you know that's all inspired when i think of uh that's what I wanted to do when I was a little kid was be that guy flying off a cliff. Exactly. And that's what the photo looks like. And again, you, you, this one, I'm not going to put on social media, but if you go to, uh, 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 Matt's website and the, that link will be in the description, it's the same photo as the just send it retro Polaroid sticker. And the one to the right of that as well. It, and it does, it has that feel of those guys like Schmidt, like Blake, like the Egan's like glorious, like all those guys who came through in that era, that's what it looks like. So this isn't just talking to kids. This is talking to us as well as older folks who are 40 plus. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was the goal. Obviously, it's a children's book inspired by a children's book, but uh, generally uh, having a few kids of my own, it's adults that got to read them. So it was totally. And again, being for being for a bunch of skiers, I was trying to put a bunch of things in there that uh, my friends would enjoy. Totally. And I'm sure they will. And uh, you also, along with that, now we could say, well, okay, he threw a big mountain guy in there. You've covered inbounds, out of bounds. You have racers in here as well. Now, were you a racer? Not until late in uh, in my uh, ski progression, I'd say. I've been uh, and never super competitive. I uh, Sure. You know, in the, my group of my friends and family that I ski with, I'd Put myself maybe in the top seventy-five percent of the skiers. Really, That's not awesome. the best, but uh, 
but I've been exposed to it. And then uh, through that, uh, my my brother-in-law was a, a collegiate racer, so I was, you know, okay, kept cool. up to date on what was going on in the early 2000s with him. Uh, and then, you know, followed it through. I love the sport and, uh, to watch it. And then probably about 10 years ago now, uh, there's a local kind of beer race league up at Snoqualmie Pass, Washington, ran by uh, City League and a guy named Jack Hutt. Does an amazing job. It's you're really racing against the clock and yourself and making a bunch of friends at the same time. So I've been doing that uh, for ten years now, and that kind of is the extent of my racing. Is uh, you know, uh, rec league, beer league racing. Perfect. Good enough. We're not all Michaela Schifrin at all. No, no. I wish I was. Yeah, and yeah, absolutely. God, I can get through a day without being in pain. Um. Skiing, that is. That was that was an old folks joke, by the way. Um, let's see here. So racing, yeah. So you covered it, and not only did you cover it in here, and that's why I was asking you if you were a racer. One of the reasons I was going to ask is because you also cover it as you're gonna fall. Oh, what okay. you have to do is get back up. Yeah, I, and I think that's a great lesson that uh, you know, absolutely provides for life. And uh, when you're teaching your kids, you you can kind of tell right off the the get-go when you're uh you know teaching a young one to ski uh, how it's going to go with how how resilient they are and how quick they are to to jump back up and uh you know kind of our group like many others has the motto that uh if you're not falling down you're not pushing yourself and uh totally you know you know learning to fall and get back up is probably the best skill to have in life so had to include that yeah absolutely and that's one of the brilliance of the book it's not just pushing the stoke. It's pushing the little things that some of us might even take for granted. Like I have heard that like our boss back in, in our Mount Snow days when I was a teenager, he said to us, you know, if we were taking runs, like if you're not falling, you're not trying. And we're like, all right, that sounds like I said, we used to say, boss, listen, if we fall hard enough, we're calling out. So it's <laughs> up to you, man. But, you know, get back up. Keep going. Keep doing it. Don't give up. And you've covered that, not just the, uh, hey, get out there and have fun, which we're all out to do, but to keep it, you know, to keep going, keep going. Let me see here. Now, as we continue through the book, past the racer stuff, we have avalanche safety being covered. Awesome. Not something we really deal with a lot here in the East, but something that's still good to know. And you definitely got that here. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Yeah, I, th I thought, uh, you know, we're really exposed to it out here in the West with, uh, you know, steep peaks and especially here in uh, kind of the Washington Pacific Northwest. We get that wet, heavy slab snow and uh, have had a couple close calls and everyone needs to, to keep that stuff in mind. Absolutely. Oh, totally. Even here, the, you know, we might not get avalanches, but we can get tree wells and stuff like this and. You know, the safety is also a big part. And that's what I'm really trying to get in here. I know I paused for a second. I'm cutting that pause out. That was a bad pause. That's <laughs> gone. You people didn't hear that. Um, but you push the different. It's not just look, here's some colorful pictures for the kids. It's push. There's the, le the lesson is in there. Something I think a lot of as an extension of this children's entertainment lacks, you know, Back in our day, you know, parents were worried that it was just a half hour commercial. Go by G.I. Joe. But there were lessons. There were, you know, there was there was intelligence in it somewhere. And there is here as well. And as I say that, I come to this point where you're talking about all the delays. So now you're teaching patience as well, 
which is something we all need to know in this sport. Oh yeah. And it's the hardest thing to learn. Uh, I see there's not, I mean, I think everybody's in the same boat. We hate standing in those left queue lines. And, uh, yeah, man. I mean, I will go, I will go to a different lift if I can at all. And I'll do, you know, 200 feet, 20 times if it uh, keeps me skiing versus waiting an hour or uh hour and a half to, to run, you know, a bigger lift. There's nothing worse than standing in loop lines. No, it stinks. That's, I, that's, I tell everybody, I ski small places, no lines. I don't have to deal with it. And it's, it's a beautiful thing because when you wrote this part, you give out all these uh, reasons that the delay could be that that aren't just there's a ton of people. There could be any number of things that goes wrong. That's that's part of the patience lesson. Like, hey, listen, things happen. I mean, am I wrong? Am I right? Oh, am I taking uh, too much out of it? You know, you never know. You never know what's going to happen out there. There could be a wide variety and you got to. And I think just about every one of those reasons is an excuse I've heard when I was standing in line, you know. Totally. It's the worst when you get there early and, you know, then the delay happens right out the gate and uh, you thought you were, you know, you were up at 530 and you thought you were going to be on that first chair skiing and next thing you know, it's 10 o'clock and you're still waiting in the line for the the, the big lift and uh, you're not going. No, you're, you're stuck there and you're chilling. But then you go into touring, which is a way around it. And again, teaching lessons about safety and whatnot. Do you, you do the skin, the uphill? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, I would say I probably get uh, 10, 15 years a day on my skins. Um, depending, have done some uh, some of the, you know, Northwest Volcanoes late in the season, uh, you know, when stuff's starting to wind down at the the local resort. Uh, I got a couple buddies. We, we've tackled St. Helens, uh, do some touring on Rainier, uh, Mount Hood, uh, not a ton. I'm not. I'm um, definitely not Cody Townsend out there. Uh, you know, trekking 16 hours into a peak or something like that. Though I'm deeply inspired by it. And wish I had that budget, but uh, totally. I've learned that as I get older, I enjoy the. I just love being out there. So, you know, the the one thing I love about touring, uh, you know, if things are closed down, I can take my dog and my my kids, and it's less about the vertical feet than uh, you know just spending time time together and. Uh, Getting the kids a little cardio too doesn't doesn't hurt. No, definitely doesn't. Definitely get those card get that cardio, kids, kids of all ages, myself included. And it, it's awesome. And man, Mount Rainier, huh? You've been up on that. Yeah, I have not uh, successfully. I, I've attempted to uh, summit twice. I, I've never actually summited in a climbing sense, but uh, yeah, there's some great areas. Uh, you know, within an hour and a half, two hours of Seattle that uh, you can get to and. Just go tour around after everything's closed. It's high elevation, and even now in August, if I wanted to, I'm uh, I'm a little tired from a bunch of. I try to catch up on all my chores during the summer, so during the winter I can just totally, you know, get the heck out of here. But uh, if I wanted to, yeah, within an hour and a half or two hours, I could go for a hike and still find the snow right now. If I was inclined. See, in August of 2015. So whatever that was, eight years ago, I was in Seattle. I was there for a geocaching event. Uh, for those of you who know what that is and do that. We went, I think we went up to near Snoqualmie. Is, is there like, during, near the ski area, is there like a, a, a tunnel near there? Like a mile long tunnel. It's like a rail trail. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I've yeah, been there. Railroad tunnel. 
Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, don't do it if you're afraid of the dark unless you're doing it like 50 people. But it's really cool. That's the only time I've been there. Now, we also hiked another mountain not far from there. And we're going up and we're facing north on the trail. And one of the people I was with is like, dude, turn around. And I looked south and there's Mount Rainier in all of its glory. Unmistakable. I, a picture doesn't do this thing justice. And, and since you're a local, you have to agree with that. Oh, totally. They're, uh, you know, I, I think most of the people in the area are still in awe and inspired by it. It's kind of, you know how the weather, uh, the weather is that day. People will say, what's it like? The mountain's out. And, uh, you know, I wish I could see it from my house. I can drive about five minutes away. And even I'm, I'm probably 30 miles away as the crow flies 40 miles. Okay. It's, it's breathtaking. And, uh, especially those views, you know, from Snoqualmie Pass down to it, it's, uh, yeah, a picture doesn't do it justice. Nothing will make you feel small like uh, standing standing there looking at that thing. It, it's it's amazing because I actually have a photo of me taking a photo of it. And you see it there and it almost looks fake because it comes up and then there's like a cloud layer and then the mountain just continues and it's snow capped in August and it doesn't look real. It looks like I faked it. And it's like, I didn't fake that, dude. That is 100% legit. And it doesn't look half as cool in the photo as it does when we turned around and we're like, holy smokes, dude. That's ridiculous. That's so awesome that you are there. That I like the Pacific Northwest. I'm not going to lie about it. You know, I've been to Seattle only, but. There's lots to do. Lots, uh, <laughs> lots of great outdoor activities. Oh, totally. It's a, it, that's a wonderful place. A lot of fun out there. Now. Speaking of shouting stuff out, like Mount Rainier, when you said that, that just popped in. I didn't mean to go off on a tangent, everybody. You're fine. You're fine. Um, I think we've come to my favorite um, my favorite uh, spread in the entire book. I'll show it to you again. We're on audio only, but the world map. That's awesome, dude. That is so cool. There's so many shout outs. To, I mean, obviously, you can't do everything, but there's places. I, know, I would often wonder if somebody's going to try. I wish I had the budget to try. Somebody else probably does i don't even i haven't even done a count of how many it was a it was a fun exercise i had the idea for the ski map and then uh you know i unfortunately due to space there was probably another hundred on there that i would have loved to uh put on but uh you know they there was no set criteria for making the list some of them are places i've skied especially in the northwest central u.s um but then i it was a fun i spent a couple hours just re like you know ski egypt i had no idea they had a uh a ski nope. heel down there, Afriski nope. down in South mm -hmm. America or South Africa. I had no idea about that. And so, yeah, I, I would love to, uh, see someone attack that list. Yeah. This, this, it's just awesome to see because like you said, ski Egypt, no idea, had no idea. Afriski, I did know. Um, there's things over here like the Gulmarg. Awesome. That's, yeah. you know, you hear stories of missiles flying over that place. It's so out there. Like stuff in Australia, dude, dude, this is really cool. Like this is probably the best spread. If you ever put out a print of this one, that's probably what I'll get for my wall. Oh man, I'll send you one. I've got a couple, I've got a couple prints of that one later. Dude, that'd be sick. I'll put that up. I got other things on the wall. Well, actually right now, a lot of stuff is down, but I'm reorganizing. And then we come to the end of the book where you have a bunch of open space for place your stickers here. So awesome. Why, why, how would we get to that added, ad, addition? Yeah, that was another late addition. Uh, 
probably at the suggestion or inspiration of my uh my daughters they they love to get stickers we got a you know a box that we put on top of the truck or on top of the truck bed to, and and it's it's like stickered out and then we end up with you know dozens if not more of, of stickers we've collected over the Told years it, and uh i was kind of like you know it would be great if we had you know if you had one place to just stick these to that uh I'm kind of a I'm kind of a minimalist. I don't like a bunch of stickers. Some parents let their kids put stickers all over their bedroom windows and stuff. I'm like, totally. I clean these windows. We're not doing that. Like, <laughs> put your stickers in here. And again, it was really written. And many of my friends kind of had the same issue that uh, you know the crew I ski with that have kids. And uh, really, since it was for them, it was like here, here's a place to put all our these damn stickers too yeah totally bad <laughs> dude i dig it like I, I have a stack of them that i've picked up over the years i don't know where i'm gonna put them so they just sit in a stack that keeps getting bigger and better i'm gonna have to send you some ski rex media ones dude so we can oh, i love it we could do that and they can add to the book and that just adds to the book in that it now becomes a personal keepsake everyone will be different which oh, is cool for sure yeah that is awesome and then you get to the back cover Always read your back covers in the bookstores, kids. Um, and it has about Dr. Shoots, Matt, and uh, it, it, it's a tongue-in-cheek explanation of who you are. And it's very, very fun. A lot of fun. Book is awesome, man. I love it. Oh, I appreciate it. Thanks for the great feedback. Yeah, and that uh, the back cover is all pretty much true. I, the, the Dr. Shoots name thing, it was originally going to be... Uh, you know, again, for my nieces and nephews, I'm um, known as Funkle Matt, but it just didn't have the ring to it. And so, you know, it became Dr. Shoots. And uh, all the way back when I started skiing, my little sister, you know, was better than me. And, you know, she was uh, a huge inspiration early on. To, sure. We would ride the ski bus up to the local mountain, Mount Ashland, Oregon, for anyone listening out there. Shout out. They would set you up with a lesson and you got to rush to get all your gear on. And, you know, she was like, Hey, let's not, let's be late to the instructor. They're going to close this bowl at four o'clock. If we get there and ski it, do a couple laps, then we can just pretend we're late for the lesson. So <laughs> that's the way to do it, man. Oh, totally. always, always figure out how to beat the system. Not in a bad way, but in a fun way. That's awesome, man. It is great. It looks great. I don't have youngins, but I have friends youngins. So I'm definitely going to show that to them uh, i do have a nephew of my own funkle matt man that sounds like a character like that's for the next one i think maybe i don't know um you know i, I do some writing but am i really that creative i don't know yeah dude it is awesome and it, again it's not just pnw we talked about the pnw Matt's into pnw the pnw has their own ski culture just as new england does or so i've heard is that true yeah i think so i mean i uh Unfortunately, I mean, I've been to the East Coast several times, but uh, never during ski season, so I've never got to take that in. I mean, with the, the areas I've traveled, mostly throughout the West and uh, Central U.S., I mean, each, each I'd say each region has their own flair a little bit, but uh, it's nice, though, no matter where I go, the, uh, you know, the common connection of skiing brings people together and... Uh, that's what's great about going somewhere you've never been before is it's easy to connect. You start asking questions and God knows there's some guy at the lodge willing to, uh, if you buy him a beer, he'll tell you everything about the, the history of the mountain. Oh, totally. Yeah. There's always a local who knows everything. It's not me, kids. It's not me. I can't remember my name someday. So don't ask me about the history. 
Um, but you're not wrong. And ski culture is a big thing here in New England. It's one thing. PNW out in the upper Midwest, the the guys in the Southwest down there in, in, in the Rockies and in Wyoming who have all those high mountains that are just too high and Montana. It, everybody's a little different, but we all do the skiing. We all do the snowboarding. That's something I wanted to ask. Was that a dig in your uh, thank yous? <laughs> yeah, that was, was that... Yeah, that was a total dig directly at uh, <laughs> directly at uh, a few individuals that uh, I, I, I ski and ride with them more than anything. And, you know, we're always banter back and forth. And uh, some of the yeah. guys have got, gotten wise. They, you know, they're getting older. So they've gotten uh, those new, the Burton click in bindings. And so they're fast, but, they, you know, I love to give. Uh, Give the guys sitting on their butts, buckling their boots at the top of every run. Give them some crap whenever I can. And I love, I mean, it doesn't matter what, what type of device. Oh, yeah, totally. No, but, it uh, yeah, it doesn't matter what you ride. The thing is, it's funny because Matt emailed me earlier in the week and said, hey, did you notice that your website's links were broken, the image links? And I was like, no, I don't look at my website. And he said the same thing. You don't know because why would you look at your own website? It doesn't matter. So I was like, dude, did I just find a typo? Did I do I get to pay him back? I was like, <laughs> no, that's a bit. It's got to be a bit. Got to be a bit. Slowboarders. Awesome. So funny. And some of my best friends are snowboarders. My absolute honest to goodness best friend is a snowboarder. He rides. Mine too. And, uh, Mine too. Yeah, man. But sometimes he he'll he'll be clicked in before he gets off the lift. I don't know how the hell he does it. Um, <laughs> good for you. I mean, he's taller than me, so he's got the longer arms, so he can reach. Um, I couldn't reach, I, but I ski. I don't snowboard. I stay away from it. I never got the hang of it. Can't do it. Yeah, me neither. I mean, I tried. I gave it, uh, especially like early '90s, man. Totally. You know, everybody was snowboarding, and I, uh, I tried a few times, and I just didn't like. I, I didn't need to. I'm sure if I had spent another, you know, seven, eight days on my butt sliding around, I probably would have figured it out. But uh, yeah, I, I was just better on the skis, so. Yeah, it, I'm already good on those, so I don't need to go any further. <laughs> and uh, it's cool, man. I know people who are still keeping the uh, the uh, snowboarding versus skier animosity going, but I, I think it's mostly a joke now, a bit just just for fun, like you said. You know, we know these guys and girls. We ride with them, and it, it's a lot of fun. And you know, who's cuter than a snowboard girl? Nobody. Just oh, say yeah, for sure. Anyway, anyway. So let's pitch the book. How many websites can we go to to find this thing? Yeah, uh, man, let's see. Wildside Publishing, uh, publishers.com, drshoots.com. Um, just type in Wildside Publishing or the title of the book, Oh, the Mountains You'll Ski, in the any search engine. And, uh, y'all have no trouble finding it. Totally, and there are so many versions of it, so you will find something for you. There is the first edition cool hardcover that I have. There is the, I clicked off the screen, let me go back. There is the deluxe paperback. There's the coloring book. Coloring book, dude. How cool is that? You is it straight, just black and white? You get out your pencils and crayons and go. Yeah, whatever you're, uh, whatever you're into, the color, paint, color, crayons, markers, whatever. Yeah, that. Uh, you know, I, I sketched everything out, kind of in line drawings first, and I had that, and uh, I kind of had the thought, like, man, maybe I'll just stop here, and uh, then I, I won't have to teach myself how to color all this stuff. Digitally, but uh, <laughs> kind of, kind of a good idea. I get it. I get it. So I already had the files, so it was like somebody suggested, yeah, you make it a coloring book too. So, yeah, dude, that's awesome. Get a copy and customize it. How great is that? Who doesn't like to customize? 
plus uh, versions for Nook and Kindle, uh, if you're into the ebook thing. You are covered everywhere, dude. You thought of everything. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Not to you mention it out there. You might as well put it out there. Yeah. Put it out there. Let everybody get their hand on it as best they can. Plus tons of different stickers and stuff. I'm sh assuming you designed all of it. Uh, yeah. Me and uh, a couple of my friends, a couple of my kids have designed some of the, the stuff that really came down to. Uh, it helps with your SEO. If you're trying to sell a book. Yep. It's better to have multiple products than uh, than one. So yeah, there's some funny, funny stickers, uh, different stuff, and and that's a fun deal. You know, this has been a good lesson to teach my kids. Uh, you know, self publishing and a little entrepreneurship and uh, the creative process. So let them. It's fun to see them take it something from an idea to a, a sticker and and pack it, sell it, do all that, and then. From there, we're trying to take, you know, I, I, again, making this for my friends, money was never the objective. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we're trying to take, you know, what some of the resources we get and, and help pay it forward to other kids. We've, uh, you know, whether it's donating books or money or, or, or time, helping out. Uh, so far, it's been, you know, local, the youth ski race community at Snoqualmie Pass. Um, and then hopefully I have some plans. It keeps going well. Uh, you know, whether it's buying some kids lift tickets or sponsoring the ski buses, whatever we can do to help out awesome. it and uh, pay it forward, you know? And that's the, really the way to go, man. If, if you can help out, help out, especially getting people on mountain, especially kids, because you get them in young, they have no fear. They have a low center of gravity, really easy for them to learn. And then they love it for their whole life. And you don't have to oh, try and explain absolutely. it to them later. I still try to explain it to adults. Like you got to do it to understand it. Like, I, I guess, I don't know. Oh, you do. And it can become life changing. I mean, I was hooked, uh, you know, I was hooked at an early age, but then, you know, going to, uh, going to college, you got to start a career. I, I had like an eight year lag there where I probably only skied five days in that time and seemed sure. like I didn't ski at all. But then, uh, you know, when I, when I got back into it at the urging of a friend, it was, it was, why did I ever not? How could I not come up here all the time? And, uh, you know, people with different issues, just getting out in the outdoors, spending time in the mountains, it uh, can change your whole perspective. 100% it can, man. And it's so many different ways that it could be life-changing in ways you'll never even realize. That's when we talked to Robert and uh, Ryan Delena um, about their book. great episode. Yeah, I loved hearing You heard that one. Good. I was hoping. I, love, uh, I was much like... Uh, you know, as a kid, like that kind of super high energy, people would, uh, my parents got divorced, the counselor thought I was all these things, you know, everybody's telling you where you are. I just wanted to be outside. I wanted adventure and to be outside and, you know. It really can, yeah. it can, go ahead, dude. Yeah, it can change everything. Everything. And it's wonderful. And we all love it. And this book, obviously People love it, should love it. You love it. You love the sport. You do it. That's a point I like to make when I talk to these people. Um, each author or author and illustrator aren't just out there to make a buck. They aren't just trying to dive into some weird niche. They are in it, like Kim and Carolyn and Dan Egan, obviously, but his book is his life story, and it's an action film is what that is. Yeah. But, you know, Matt is the same. He does this. This is this is his thing, and he enjoys it. And this is just sharing that love of that. That that would be a good assessment, yeah. Oh yeah, it sums it up well. I mean, awesome. Everything else I do is to uh, you know be able to keep doing this, and, and uh, 
I've been a been a lucky guy for the last ten years. I mean, we make it a priority in, in my family, and we're we're up there in the mountains whenever we can. And uh, the good thing with with kids, I mean, I like I feel great. And for my daughters, they're you know, one's about to graduate; she'll graduate high school soon. The other one's about to start high school. I at least deep down know if any boy ever you know takes them mm-hmm. skiing, they're gonna just tear them up and down the mountain. And, uh, you know. <laughs> and that's that's every father's dream every father's dream <laughs> that is so fantastic dude all right dude well this this is awesome man thanks for coming on don't hang up yet though but thank you for coming on thanks for having me yep the uh book oh, oh the mountains you'll ski a ski parody by dr shoots links will be in the show notes and description please do not try to click one if you are listening in the car and driving wait till you stop that way you don't get that ticket or worse. Check it out. You can find it on his uh, on Matt's website, like he said. And like I put it in Google just for kicks. I put in, oh, the mountains. I got to, oh, the mountains. And it came up immediately. That was the thing that came up. So must be doing something right if SEO is a real thing. So there you go. Thank you again, Matt. I do appreciate it. We'll let him go, but don't hang up yet. Like I said, I will go. Thank you for listening again. Tim from Ski Rex Media as always and I will see you all for the next one later. Later.